Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 118 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of July 12th, 2022. Coming up on today's show, horse-drawn carriages are now available for reservations in My Disney Experience. And that's no bull, Donna. Walt Disney Imagine. <laughs> that was not even that funny. And you are very <laughs> pleased with yourself. <laughs> Um, well, this and it's a slow news week if that's what you're leading with. I know. It wasn't great. Well, the July 4th. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering files permits for Jesse's trading post. Dinosaur is getting the Expedition Everest treatment. And in our main segment, we say happy belated birthday to Toy Story Land. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, on the housekeeping this week. Disney World horse-drawn carriages now available for reservation on My Disney Experience. Um, these experiences are um, or excursions are available at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, as well as Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. And I actually saw them, um, the horses taking somebody out when we were there at Riverside a couple weeks back. The horses took someone out. Well, there was yeah, there was a, a driver, a driver, Drocky. When you say someone takes someone out, what do you mean? It 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 took them on the excursion. I mean, pulling people in a in a carriage would have been more. I don't know, but when you said took them out, it sounds violence. Oh, I thought you were talking like on a date, but no. But anyways, the rides cost $55 and include seating for four adults or two adults um, and three children. Um, personally, Donna, I think this is pretty cool. And I actually checked this out on the app. And there was way more availability than I found at Harmony Barbershop. Um, <laughs> but I, I think any of these types of activities should be bookable um, in my Disney experience. There's just no reason in 2022 or let's be honest, 2017, that um, you can't do this sort of thing. Anything that has a reservation, and we've talked about this before. Are you still have to call in the darn golf cart at the same property? You say that again? You still have to call in for the golf cart at the same property. Oh, uh, yeah, that's dumb. No, I, I totally agree with you. And that line always, that phone call's never fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think anything that has a confirmation number should be able to just be booked online so i have no issues with this and i think it's pretty cool yeah no for sure i've had um a good number of of guests choose to stay at cabins at fort wilderness um in 2022 and they've all come back and said that they were just so impressed by the amount of recreation offerings there that they felt like they could have spent less time in the park and more time at the resort, which I know you and I go back and forth about, you know, Pennywise, Dollar Foolish, and like, what are you really coming down for? But if that's kind of your your speed, the idea of a, a day in the park or two days in the park, a day off, it's a great, great, great resort to consider. Yeah, I agree. And one last thing I just uh, should have mentioned earlier, reservations can be made up to 60 days in advance. Is that going to stay, you think? What's that? You all right there, buddy? Yeah, I can't hear you today. Good. Fantastic. Clean your ears out. Um, so is that going to be, do you think that's going to be the new norm? 60 days? Is that going to stick? Or do you think it's everything's going to go back to 180? Uh, um, I don't like it for dining. I, I like a further window out. Um, 
I, I mean, just 60 days for stuff like comparing it to like Disney Cruise Line, like, you know, activities, excursions or whatever. Like I, I could see that at 60 days. Um, I like dining further out personally. Um, the one thing that's interesting, Don, is I don't know if this is the 60 plus 10 or 60 to the day. Do you know that? I'm assuming it's 60 plus 10 because everything else is. Oh, you know what? Not everything else is. Um, the I always butcher the blessed name, but the I, I call it the memory maker session. I know, make your magic, capture, capture your magic. Capture That's your magic, not, yeah. That is 60, 60, 60, 60. That's not 60 plus 10. Right. And what we're referring to for anybody that doesn't know, the 60 plus 10 rule applies to dining where if you are an um, on on, I was just going to say an on-guest guest, an on-property guest, um, you can, starting the first day of your vacation, book you know, up to 10 days of reservations as long as you have an active um, hotel stay. Um, and that's, uh, we should also point out continuous hotel stay. Yes. Because, you know, if, if people do split stays, that's a whole other ball of wax. So Ooh, do you want to know the only caveat to that? Galactic Star Cruiser? Bingo. Yeah, yeah, if you have a, a, a Galactic Star Cruiser sandwich is what I um, you know, referred to it as when I was talking to a cast member, you can call Galactic Star Cruiser and they can book anything for you um, for the second chunk of your stay as well. Well, when you're paying $8,000, you know, you should. <laughs> so. But I got to say, Don, I got, got more out of this story than I expected. You're welcome, because I asked multiple questions. Yeah. So you want to know my first story? Sure. Well, did you pay I did, Ashley? I guess our listeners. Did you pay Ashley? No. Why? Oh, you didn't see the Facebook message she sent to the Circa page. She told me about it. I forgot to look. Pay up, buddy. You owe her five bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ashley, you heard it here. Go hit your brother up for money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next legitimate story. Although I, for Ashley, that's a legit news story. <laughs> that is. Is uh, the first time in forever a Frozen Singalong celebration will be closing for refurbishment in August. Um, I'm not hugely surprised to, to read the August 22nd date. That is typically when it starts um, slowing down a little bit. With September again traditionally being being the slowest month, um, there is no reopening date set. Um, but it is scheduled to be closed at least through the 12th of September because that's the furthest date out that you can see on the park's calendar. Um, we know that it was confirmed that the special holiday finale is going to return this year with, with Olaf and you know, the extra song and, and things like that. Um, so we know it'll be back before the holidays, but we don't know when it will be coming back. Yeah, I, I read the story and I'm not overly concerned of everything. I'm anything I should say. I would be shocked if it's much past that September 12th date. Um, it, it, it's just oh, Hollywood Studios needs attractions, needs people eating shows. Um, and this thing is performed every hour. I, I mean, this just soaks up. Um, I, I, I almost want to say three to five thousand. I mean, there's a that's a, a theater is huge. It's probably three thousand. Yeah, no. I, I said that, and it's probably not that much. I'd say it's... Don is laughing. I can't because <laughs> that's why he's a PE teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess Fantasmic was more like three to five thousand. Well, what do you think? It's it's in the high hundreds. I would say six fifty. That's it. 
I think so. It's the Hyperion Theater, correct? Yes. Hyperion Theater, Disney World capacity. It's thinking. Yeah, you know what? It's probably on. Um, you'll probably get it on uh, touring plans. Huh. Oh, I'm getting a hit for. I was like, there's no way it's that big. I was getting a hit for. Um, the one at DCA, which holds 1900. Here we go. See the Hollywood Studios? Okay, there we go. I think it's closer um, to 1,000 than it is 500. No, Andrew, that's, that's what you say. The Wikipedia hit is the one in California. Um, but I'm not getting any actual information on that. While you're looking up, why don't I go to our next story? Sure. All right. Walt Disney Imagineering files set elements permit for Jesse's trading post in Disney's Hollywood studios. We've kind of talked about this before um, with the gift shop that is coming to the exit to Toy Story Mania um, being themed to Jesse's trading post. Um, We know that it's going to be the gift shop for Toy Story Mania, even though the exact location of it has not officially um, been announced. But... Uh, the reason I kind of brought up this story is it will tie in to our uh, main segment this week where we talk about some of the history and um, future of uh, Toy Story Land. So this is kind of an interesting one. Glad to see it more so coming along because this project I didn't think was going to take this long. So Yeah, no who kidding. Knows, who knows when it's going to be finished? And it's always... I don't want to say, yeah, no, it is. That's the right word. It's it's always ironic to me when a um, gift shop takes longer to, to come out because it's like you're literally now, Disney, missing the chance to sell how much merch? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absurd. So I, I'm guessing your uh, search didn't, didn't pop too much? No, it's honestly... Honestly, not. I I was just looking at one that's talking about it filling every row in hopes that they're going to say, no, it has this capacity or, you know, whatever the case may be. I almost wonder if I could just do like an image search and literally count the rows. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, uh, plausible. I don't know. (laughs) We may have to kick this can down the road and uh, figure it out uh, next week. Well, let's roar onto our next story. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, um, Jamie alluded to this in our introduction that the giant Carnosaurus T Rex dude uh, inside of Dinosaur that that's the one you know the, the big scary guy where they take your picture and this is like you know, the 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 climax of the attraction. Wow, big scary dinosaur! Everyone's you know leaning away. Yada yada blah blah. It's not functioning properly and it's um slightly misshapen and um it sounds as though um the uh that that very third one again where the photo is taken is um a little bit off the mechanics were removed from its front uh, half and his head is now floppy and flat so there's no movement at all but um because he's so freaky looking he's equally as scary so it looks like uh disney has decided instead of fixing it they were just gonna kind of remove a couple of not functioning pieces and throw a band-aid on it and call it a day much like the yeti 
I mean, and when you say a Band-Aid, like, they're literally throwing a tarp over it to make it look like, like grass. And for, for anybody that doesn't know, they actually do have a, you know, what what we call a B-mode, or if something's not working appropriately, you know, they have a backup plan, um, which may, have been, like may the... or may not have been developed after the Yeti problem. Well, like the shaman at um, Navi River Journey is the example I always give to folks that there's this gigantic, uh, you know, huge, 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 huge animatronic. And when that's not functioning, the B mode is is just essentially a projection of it. Not even a projection. It's not even the right word. A screen of it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. They roll out. I I forgot what attraction you were talking about. Um, Because I actually kind of contradicted myself a little bit. Dinosaur actually came out well before expedition everest so mm. maybe they had a b mode before um kylo ren also has a b mode the animatronic in rise of the resistance correct um, where it's screen based but the one in dinosaur is kind of interesting because the picture is taken from the right side but the b mode car uh, carnotaurus is a head on a stick on the left side in the ceiling so <laughs> anybody who gets b mode carnotaurus is probably <laughs> looking up in that direction and not a great photo yeah no kidding for, for anybody who jumped or uh, plunks down 169 dollars for memory maker oh stop it that's not why they got memory maker for that ride well true but um i love this ride i, I hope this gets fixed at some point you know especially with how sad it looks i mean that is a main main part of the attraction and to just leave it there and not work that's sad but my again, thing is oh, it's Disney. Yeah. he appears in other places in the ride like can't you move the animatronic from another area and put it there oh my guess is no i would doubt it no, i don't know I, I don't know how i mean they probably weigh a ton and they're probably bolted to the ground yeah, well, according to our story last week, they're not bolted hard enough. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <sighs> well, some things that aren't being bolted at all and are being taken out. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, so amid the return of some entertainment offerings, several fan favorite shows may have been quietly closed permanently given um, an unannounced uh, removal and sudden removal from the Walt Disney World website. Um, These shows include the Main Street Trolley Show, meeting Alice in Wonderland at the Mad Tea Party, meeting Gaston near his tavern, which Don and I talked about last week in our Crystal Ball episode, meeting Tinkerbell at Town Square Theater, excuse me, um, moving over to Epcot, the Jeweled Dragon Acrobats, which I believe are the acrobats in, in uh, China, Donna. Um, yes. Um, I'm not even going to surveyor amusant. <laughs> the act, which actually was quite cool, I thought. The act in France where they stacked the chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like a ba- balancing act may not be the right word, but um, I actually thought they were pretty entertaining. Um at Disney's Hollywood Studios, interestingly enough, Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular has also been um, removed, which I thought was super, super um, 
sad and surprising, I thought, because I thought that show was amazing. I almost wonder if that's going to become a, like, May the 4th show. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, this actually joins... Um, and I'm trying to remember some of them that were uh, also removed. I know one of them was Voyage of the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. uh, which was super, super sad. Do you remember any of the others, Donna, that were, I think I sent it to you, but we didn't talk about this last week. Oh, wait, I got it. Sorry. In late June, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Jedi Training Academy. That was it. The Citizens of Main Street, the Citizens of Hollywood. The Swatu Waya, which I actually don't remember what that was, and the Pandora Rangers um, were all uh, temporarily, or, or I should say, have been removed and no longer exist on the Walt Disney World website. Um, other than, I'd say, Citizens of Main Street, Citizens of Hollywood, I, I think the biggest loss in that list for me is certainly Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Oh, 100%. We've talked about this so many different times. The only thing, the only thing that would make that decision for me, like, livable would be as if they were going to level that whole area. You know, um, the stupid Star Wars Bay thing where they do um, Disney Junior and put something else, like, epically cool there. Yeah, and that's really the only space for expansion that I can kind of figure out unless they took over cast parking. Um, but, I mean, you're literally going behind Galaxy's Edge at that point um, yeah, for expansion in that in that park. Um, yeah. But for me, the only problem with that, and I agree with your, your thinking 100%, my problem with that, though, is is that really on the table in the next 12 months you could let right. Voyage of the Little Mermaid run. You know, some right. of these things you could absolutely do. So, but yeah, I think most surprising for me is uh, Galactic Star, uh, Star, um, not Cruiser, because they've Galactic Spectacular. Um, oh. Just because I thought, I, I definitely thought that would come back, um, but I guess they're just trying to focus on Fantasmic and that's going to be the only nighttime show at Hollywood Studios. Then bring it back. Announce right. announce it and do it. No. No, I totally agree. So we will uh, keep an eye on this and uh, keep saying some thoughts and prayers for Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And Jamie, you did it again. Did I steal a story? No. What did you do? You ended on a what? A sad, sad story. Mm-hmm. I thought I we thought, talked I about thought this. I, I actually thought I had one more, and then I couldn't find it. So I guess we're just <laughs> going to end it there. You are driving the struggle bus tonight. Uh, it's it's bad. It's only nine o'clock too. But anyways, all right, Donald, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. Wish a happy belated birthday, and talk about some of the history and future for Toy Story Land. Are back to wish a happy belated birthday to Toy Story Land. The I can't even say the latest addition to Hollywood Studios. One of the latest, our favorite of the latest. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, which Don, I was actually going to open up and look at a date. Do you have? Do you know the opening date offhand? I want to say it was June 28th, 2018. And the only reason that, am I correct? Because you're nodding. 
Off by two days, June thirtieth. Thirtieth. Okay. Um, we saw memories pop up on you know how the how Facebook prompts you with memories from this day, and it wasn't that long ago that we saw the memories of going over the day it opened, and then the the second day that it was open, we had a friend staying on property, and it was back in the day where if someone that you were linked to, I can't believe I'm about to admit I did this so wrong. <laughs> Um, when someone you were linked to was staying on property, you then also had early access to the fast pass window. So I got, um, my friend Jenna and her family fast passes for slinky, like during the day. And then I got Andrew and I at nighttime. And then the second day did the same thing with aliens, rolling saucers, them in the uh, earlier part of the day, us in the evening. Here's an interesting trivia question for you. Of all the Disney theme parks in the world, how many Toy Story lands are there? Oh gosh, I'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm an expert on the overseas parks because I am not. But I actually don't think any. But but I think we're the only one. There are four. Really? Walt Disney Studios in Paris opened in 2010. Okay. Hong Kong Disneyland opened in 2011. Shanghai opened in 2018. Hmm. Yeah. I was in Paris in, let me think, 2007. Disneyland Paris. Okay. Yeah, and actually some of them even have different uh, rides as well. Different attractions. So, interesting. And of course, Pixar Pier at DCA. So it's not a Toy Story Land, but it's Pixar. Right. Yeah, it's there. Um, so, why don't we start sort of at the beginning, some of the original concept art, and then we can talk, you know, our thoughts on the land and then where it's going, um, as we've talked about in housekeeping this week, some future uh, things that are happening with it. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that were cut, I guess we could say. Okay. Slinky dog scenes. The I thought the original concept art for this was so, so cool. There was supposed to be a scene with the Green Army men parachuting down. The end scene was going to have you basically going into a book. Um, and I also thought it was really cool that the track was sort of uh, laid into the ground, um, so a little bit more hidden, um, which I thought was really cool. So it definitely got pared down um, a little bit. I think there was a lot more show elements, so to speak, uh, in the original concept art. The one piece that I think they missed with that, because I know that that's something that you've harped on a couple of times, is I always think when you're heading right before you do the three bumps in a row that are heading back toward the the land, when you're heading kind of away from the land toward Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. I always think it's very out of place out of character with disney that you can see backstage in the galaxy's edge area and see like giant giant like garbage cans dumpsters yeah you can see the backstage buildings there i i agree it is i don't necessarily say want to say a miss but it it is it's odd that they spent all that time on the opposite side with the fence to hide um uh, the, the parking garage for cast. But I guess the, the opposite thinking was if they did a fence over there, then if you're in Galaxy's Edge, you see this giant fence. 
you know, so I, I get that to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't say I, I disagree with that. No, that's that's the one piece that I feel like maybe if, and I don't know if the original concept art, if it still would have looked that way, but if they had done things somewhat differently, you know, or even, and again, I'm certainly no Imagineer, no visual arts person, but one side of the, the, the facade makes it look like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area. The other side of the facade makes it look like you're within Toy Story Land and, and, and um, God help me, Andy's backyard. Right. Yeah. But then again, I mean, the, the, the transition from, you know, going into the main entrance to Toy Story Land from um, uh, the Municipal, whatever that area is called, mm-hmm. Walt Disney Prudents, I think is really well done. And then on the other side, it's, it's garbage. Like you just <laughs> go from Galaxy's Edge to Toy Story Land. There's no sort of transition there whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so... One thing that also got cut, which as you kind of alluded to, Donna, that I think was a huge miss, I I mean, mind-boggling miss, is the cut of Al's Toy Barn as a gift shop. I I could never, ever wrap my head around that decision. I'm not stupid. I understand that it would have cost them money to have built this structure, but holy crap, Jamie, you're going to go shop in Al's, tour, Al's Toy Barn? Heck yeah, I would. 100%. And now, going back to our, our discussion on housekeeping, they have to backtrack and retrofit some gift shop in Toy Story Mania, which you either have to ride the attraction, which I'm not saying dogging it. That's a, I love that attraction, but you either have to or you have to completely go the opposite way through the exit uh, queue, if you will, to get, just to get to the gift shop. Like, you had the space. You have the space. Mm-hmm. Why not build the thing? I, I, I know. Just, man, I don't get that. That that I could get them cutting the roller coaster for costs and not be shocked by that at all, getting rid of the theming elements. But Disney missing out on the gift shop. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. So um, anything else for, for the gift shop there, Donna? Because there's one other piece I wanted to talk from this original concept art, which just to date it was August of 2015. Uh, I'm not going to beat this one dead. The only thing that I will say is that it was almost to me adding insult to injury, knowing we should have had Al's toy barn and getting like what I swear feels like a closet sized gift shop. As you walk out of the hallway of the attraction, like that to me was always like, really? Like, do we really need to to put this here? Like, come on, man, Al's toy barn, not this junk. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, And then the one last major thing that was cut from the original concept art is sort of, I guess, coming back um, where in the original concept art is if you're entering Toy Story Land from that Walt Disney Presents type of area, on your right-hand side, they almost have um, three facades that hide buildings, almost like a cartoon frontier land in Magic Kingdom. Can okay. you still hear, hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I'm sorry I, if, you, if you see that I, was, that I jumped. The um, cloud cover, I think it's called, is really low tonight. So with the fireworks going off, 
our whole house just shook and the sign on our front door like slammed against the front door. Oh, jeez. So okay. Andrew just like looked at me and was like, Ooh, go. Okay. Um, so not sure what this was going to be. My guess is potential restaurant at least two meet and greets. I, I think this was going to be a Woody and Jesse meet and greet area just with how it's it's themed and potentially the restaurant that we're getting. This was never really officially confirmed what this section or area was going to be. Agreed. Agreed. So we still could get it. We're getting the, the meet and greet building. I think we're only going to get the roundup, unless they turn the roundup rodeo barbecue into a character meal. Which I think would be a brilliant move, and I know we've talked about that before. I think so, too. I... I... I don't know if they're going to, because I, I feel like, and, and let me know what you think about this. I feel like they would have announced that already, that it was going to be character. Like, why would you hold that back if that's what you were going to do? I can't, well, no, I'm trying to remember, Jamie, the last time that they have opened a character dining experience. I'm not talking about, like, you know, after the pandemic closure. I'm talking about in general, oh, Topolino's. Topolino's, right. Yeah. And from day one, did we know that was going to be a character breakfast and a, a signature evening? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. It just doesn't, I'm not saying everything they do is logical. Don't, don't, <laughs> uh, don't, don't confuse me there. But it just doesn't, like, to me, that doesn't make sense. Like, why wouldn't you announce that? And I think it should be a character. I think it fully should. Um, I think they make more money doing that. Um, and, and as opposed to just having characters out in front of uh, Toy Story Mania. I just, yeah. yeah. Have Woody and Jesse meet there. Have Bullseye. That'd be awesome. Oh, how fun would that be? That would be a lot. Actually, I think that's a phenomenal idea. But <laughs> um, nevertheless, you know, oh, oh, we we're talking about it at, at the character. Yeah, I think those three characters at um, – the roundup rodeo would be because i don't think buzz would really fit thematically oh i agree i I think it would be a little wonky having the space ranger there um i think you could probably get away with if you wanted a fourth character maybe rex yeah i think you could probably put him i don't think you could really put oh you know what though donna i'm gonna walk that back a little bit you know be and i don't think i've ever seen this character who would Pam. fit? No. Who would fit? <laughs> Come on, that would be I, funny. At a barbecue restaurant, having ham, a freaking pig, that would be hilarious. I, the irony would be funny, but you think in terms of where you went tonight for dinner, storybook dining, right? Mm-hmm. They had Snow White, Dopey, Grumpy, and who was the fourth? The Evil Queen. Oh, Al. Or the prospector. The prospector was what I was thinking. That would really fit. Al dressed up as the chicken. Yes, that'd be awesome, Andrew. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be funny. Um, But, uh, and I'm trying to think, is Al, I think he's Newman from Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah, he's not uh, Costanza, I don't think. But, um, 
but I, I mean, we're just spitballing here with what's coming, but I think that's a bit of a miss. Like I said, that they didn't have those meet and greet areas that, that I think they can make up for with character dining at this restaurant, but I don't think that's going to happen. We will see, I guess. So, all right. So Donna, why don't we back off a little bit and talk about the current state? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, so when Toy Story Land opened, we got a rerouted entrance to Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, So that didn't really impact the ride. We did get a third track, which, of course, would impact the the wait times in a positive. So that was great. Um, And then we got two brand new attractions. We got Slinky Dog Dash, which to this day, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Disney memories with Anthony was the first day that he rode Slinky Dog Dash. I didn't even get to go on it with him. It was Andrew and Anthony because um, we it was back in the days of, day of, days of Fast Pass. And we could only get Fast Pass for the two of them. So Andrew took a video of him riding the whole ride. And it's like the kid could be in a Disney video. He It's just sheer joy. He was so little. Uh, when they stopped, he was signing and saying more, 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 because he wanted to go more that way faster, like he said at one point. And they took off again. He just shrieks with with delight and laughing the whole time. And at the end goes, let's do it again. <laughs> so it's just one of my all time. I'm grinning ear to ear even talking about it. All time favorite memories of him. It's still a coaster he loves. Andrew at one point in time said it was his favorite attraction at Walt Disney World. It's that co- cool and it's that fun. And it's just so perfect perfect toy story and and a movie that we you know movies that we all enjoy so much um so well done the other attraction that we got was alien swirling saucers and i'm not ripping on it because for what it is it's cute but it's just like a little whip um i like that at christmas time i like that they have a christmas overlay there i like the the goofy little music that they play like when they're about ready to go um i love the aliens i think that was bubble bobble that you're singing there (laughs) That might have actually been the victory for, for Mario when they got to the flag. I like that the height requirement is only 32 inches um, for Aliens Rolling Saucers, uh, 38 for Slinky. So a little bit shorter than, you know, some of the, the other coasters that are that are 40 at other parks. Um I don't know. I, I, and, and I absolutely positively love the land at night. We also got a very small quick service restaurant, Woody's um, Toy Box. Did I say that right? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Thank you. That makes more sense for food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Woody's Lunchbox. Um, they missed there with no inside seating at all. It is all outside. Um, and it's very, it's very much too small for the the traffic that goes through that land so they definitely miss there the theming is adorable uh the the tables that are you know the, the wedges of cheese the baby bell cheese and things like that um but they missed there in my opinion with size and also only being outside and then we got a nice a nice restroom yeah um they are in fairness currently working on expanding woody's lunchbox so at least they recognize that error and are correcting it so i'll, I'll somewhat give a pass um, for that yeah the, the restrooms are actually pretty cool um toy size so they're you know the urinals are closer to the ground at least in the men's room um I, and i agree with you slinky is so much fun it is just a good 
roller coaster, like you said, Don, 38 inches. So, I, you know, Aiden, I'm trying to think of the first time. He may have ridden it first with Anthony. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't even know how old he was. Three, maybe four? No, probably, probably not. Four. Probably would have been three. Probably. Yeah. So, you know, three-year-old boy, you know, Peyton, she'll be able to ride it when she's eight. Um, Poor baby. We measured her again. She's like an inch and a half from 38. Um, So it is a fun, fun roller coaster um, and surprisingly thrilling because when you look at it, in my opinion, it doesn't look like a, oh, man, you know, uh, adrenaline junkie type of ride. But you come around and you got that first drop and and, and both of the um, the launches, you know, you're picking up some speed and, and it's just fun. It is a fun, fun attraction. Very similar um, in the fun factor to, I think, Alien Swirling Saucers, as you said, you know, it's, it's a new version whip ride, if you will, um, which every time... I tell my mom about it. She goes, she confuses it with the teacups <laughs> with her motion sickness issues, kind of similar to mine. I'm like, no, you like this ride. Um, and even for somebody, you know, like that, that has, you know, motion issues, you, you can do this. Like this is oh, just yeah. fun. Nobody walks off of that attraction without laughing because it is just a good fun time for, you know, arguably, I don't know, Donna, a C ticket add-on? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't sit in a gigantic plot of land, and it's it's not something that I think people expect it too much out of. So to have a, a cute and fun attraction come out of it and, you know, family-friendly and, and, and every other piece, I do think the queue needs a little bit of work, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. So, yeah. No, but again, but... that's where budget cuts come in, I'm assuming. Um, I don't know, actually, because uh, comparing the, the the original concept art to what we got was actually pretty close for Swirling Saucers. Um, I was glad that they made two, uh, I don't want to say tracks, stations, is that fair? Mm-hmm. As opposed to out in DCA uh, with um, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, I think only as one. And that just wouldn't have worked here in World. Uh, it was closed for refurb when we were there in June, so I don't want to state one way or the other. Yeah, I, I think pretty sure the one in World is bigger, but I could be wrong on that. Um, so, and then Toy Story Mania, like you said, we got the third track, and it can still queue a huge weight, but that's just an awesome, awesome, awesome attraction. And we've talked about this before. I would have, I still would like them to do some sort of holiday overlay. Um, with the games because i think that would just be super cute super fun and something that wouldn't take a lot a ton of effort yeah agreed but that may be blue sky so to speak so yeah toy this story to me toy story land is a reason to visit hollywood studios i said this to you before we started recording that sometimes i will have um clients say to me okay donna you know we're we're reading about hollywood um studios and we're not really star wars people i think we're gonna skip it and the very first thing out of my mouth is not mickey minnie's front of my railway it's not phantasmic you know when that comes back it's toy story land i think it is one of those those 
places that's truly fun for the whole family um, from little littles all the way up to grandma and grandpa. I think it just has that family draw to it with Midway Mania, with aliens, rolling saucers. And, you know, once the kids are, you know, three, three and a half, uh, getting on on Slinky as well. And plus, I tell people it's, it's a do not miss it. Do not miss it for nighttime. It just looks so beautiful with the lights on as the sun goes down over Hollywood Studios, one of my favorite places to be. Yeah, I think Swirling Saucers at night is, is I, I mean, one of the best lit attractions. Um, so I totally agree with that. I mean, Hollywood Studios, I think, is my my favorite theme park in Walt Disney World. Um, I, I even more so over the Magic Kingdom, even though there's obviously more to do there. I just love the look, the feel, the lights, the neon. Um, and I think Toy Story Land really fits and it works. And I usually don't like dedicating an entire land to one intellectual property. Um, it works for Cars Land, even though Cars, let's be honest, two and three were not particularly well-received movies. Um, it, it works, you know, given that. But let's be honest, what's is there really much of a difference between Toy Story Land and Cars Land? You have the same whip style attraction and you <laughs> swapped out a roller coaster for Test Track. Yeah. It's essentially the, the same formula. You know, you toss in a cool, I, I would say Flo's V8 Cafe is probably cooler than Woody's Lunchbox. Agreed. Um, but it's very simu- similar in formula, if you will. Um but yeah, I think it's a, a great addition to Hollywood Studios, and I'd rather spend, as you said, more time in Toy Story Land than I would Galaxy's Edge. And to be fair, we have said this before, we both appreciate what Star Wars is and the following that they that they have. It's just not our cup of tea. If it was Avengers Campus, we'd be having a different discussion. <laughs> yeah, or if Disney got Harry Potter and did something on on scale with that, I think you and I would, would be more on board for that. Um, but that also goes to my argument a little bit about dedicating so much space and so much land for one intellectual property. Like you have to, you know, more appeal to masses than, you know, a, a I don't want to say a minuscule market because clearly Star Wars is, is a big franchise. But, you know, you took out backlot tour lights motors action uh osborne festival of dancing lights spectacle whatever the name it was spectacle spectacle of dancing lights i think is what it was um for that specific intellectual property and and now granted toy story land we also part of was backlot tour but other than that it was backstage buildings yep so kind of interesting but any i don't even know if they have any land for future expansion for this besides where they're building the restaurant i would agree yeah besides um you know the roundup rodeo which i i know we talked about this on um crystal ball i still don't think opens till december we'll see yeah we shall so anything else as we kind of wrap up our discussion happy belated birthday to toy story land no, I mean, obviously it's, it's, we didn't do this to, to rip it apart. And I, I don't, 
I hope it didn't come off that way that, that we were saying, you know, oh, we were promised so much more than we got because obviously there is, there's truth to that, but what we got was still phenomenal. It honest to goodness is one of my favorite places to walk around, look at things. It still has that same appeal of you walk into the queue of toys for movie mania and welcome toys and, you know, shrinking you down to the size of a toy and, and looking around and seeing, you know, the giant footprints on the ground there. There's just so many pieces to that land that are just themed so beautifully. And for me, you know, looking at Pandora and then looking at Galaxy's Edge and looking at Toy Story Land, there's really only one land that, again, for me personally, that, that they really did a phenomenal job and hit it out of the park because I love that franchise so much. Uh, whereas, you know, for me, Pandora, I'm like, okay, it's pretty. Like, oh, yeah, it looks nice at night. Like, oh, look at the bioluminescent plants. Cute. But Toy Story Land, I mean, gosh, I just love it so much. Yeah, they need to add another attraction in the expansion pad for uh, uh, Pandora. I I totally agree with that. But, yeah, it's an awesome land, awesome addition. Um, I also, one thing we didn't touch on, Don, and then then I'll wrap up with this, is back pre-pandemic you know uh holidays 2019 let's go back you know seven and a half years ago it feels um they actually had some really cute additions to this land for the holidays you know they put antler ears on racks they had Mm -hmm. um, toy story themed uh ornaments um you know woody and uh Bo, I think it was, had like holiday scarves, like super cute little details that I think really added to that land um, that I don't even think they actually announced ahead of time. And I think it was a home run and and just added even more to my favorite um, theme park during the holidays because I love studios during the holidays. I, I won't agree with you that Studios is my favorite of the four theme parks in general. Uh, Magic Kingdom definitely gets that nod for me. But at the holidays, I totally agree. We go to Hollywood Studios more than any other parks, and we just sit out, as I said a million times on the show and off. We sit right outside of um, the Fast Pass, sorry, Lightning Lane entrance to uh, Frozen Singalong, and we just sit there right on the water, look at the Christmas tree and the giant uh, Christmas balls in the water, and just the whole atmosphere is, is just gorgeous. So, no, I agree. That's a fun little little addition for sure. I love that you said Christmas balls and not Christmas ornaments. Well, I didn't want to say the balls in the water because I knew you would bust my balls if I said that. <laughs> I don't think that to be true, but... Nevertheless, Toy Story Land, happy belated birthday. Go ahead, Donna. Four years. Four years, Sam. That's pretty crazy to think about. It is. No, it it really, really is. Because that's when Anthony used to be so little that, you know, I would feel bad. Like, Mom, will you come over and, like, we'll put Anthony to bed and you can watch the monitor? (laughs) Yeah. You know, little, little. Uh, In any case, uh, happy belated birthday. Four years to one of our favorite lands at Walt Disney World. Uh, Check it out if you have not already. Next week, we are going to be uh, doing one of our <laughs> other favorite segments, our favorites and un- and some unfavorites. Um, so we will uh, get get to a little bit of a deeper dive there. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, or if you're Ashley and Jamie owes you money, please feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>